This is NetSweeper's Inside the Sweeps podcast. I'm your host, Allison Bussey, and today I sit down with Todd Main and Jackie Karstens from Shiawassee Regional Education Service District. We'll discuss how they decided to make the move and transition from their previous web filtering software to NetSweeper. We'll go through what they were looking for in a web filter, their decision-making process, their transition experience, and where they are now as NetSweeper clients. Hi, and welcome to Inside the Sweeps podcast. I'm excited to speak with two guests on this episode. We are here today with NetSweeper's new clients, Todd and Jackie, from the Shiawassee Regional Education Service District to talk about their transition from a competitor to NetSweeper's web filtering platform and their experience with it so far. So let's get started with some introductions. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, your roles, responsibilities as the Director of Technology and the Manager of Technical Support Services? Yes, hi. Hi, I'm Jackie Karstens, Director of Technology for Shiawassee RESD. Basically, for my roles, we have nine school districts that we support. We provide service contracts for local tech support to five of them. Plus, we also service our county courts and health, Sheriff's Department, and 911. Uh, we maintain the fiber network between all of these school districts as well as the county. Pretty much it right there. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> all right, and I'm Todd Mean, Manager of Technical Support Services. My responsibilities are kind of a little bit different. I uh, work closely with our technicians in, in the districts, county as well, making sure they have what they need. They can come to me for questions and any assistance they might need. I did that job for probably 10 years before I took over this role. So let's see. And then I was, I think I worked the closest with Chris Bender, our person who helped us uh, roll this out. So I took a big role in with NetSweeper and getting it set up with them. Awesome. So we're wanting to talk about transitioning from one web filter solution to another, which is a really big decision and involves some challenges. What were some of the challenges you were facing with your previous web filter? And what made you decide that you needed to make a switch to a different one? Well, it came down, obviously, to the cost. You know, the annual renewals were getting right up there. We found that some of the reporting was cumbersome. It was a little bit more difficult for our local districts to kind of navigate through the reporting. So we wanted to get something that would be easier for them so they didn't have to call us and rely on us to get back with them on that. And then we found that as we were going through and looking, many of our districts not only were using our content filter because everybody goes through our firewall, they all go through our content filter, but then they were paying for like GoGuardian and Securely. And it just, it was like, we wanted to try to find something that could bring us all on board, you know, so we didn't have so many platforms to support because you know, when you're filtering like with GoGuardian and then you have the other content filter in place, sometimes it's a little difficult to try to troubleshoot where an issue is if something's being blocked. So at that point, it came down with our annual new that it just seemed like it was just made better sense to go out and put a bid out there to see what responses we got, you know. And like you said, going from one filter to another is never easy. Todd, you want to add to that? It was, you know, obviously it is a challenge to switch, but the cost was a huge factor, as, as Jackie said, it was going to cost us significantly more. So in the role that I played for a long time was technician. So to be able to get reports and, and do things for the local district to set up groups and filtering groups and all that was very difficult with the old solution that we had. You know, quite often I'd have to call somebody here at the RSD would have to set those up and then we could put people in those groups. And so this solution gives each technician the ability to set up their district. So that was the really key factor, plus the ease of use for reporting and, and some of the other things just it's made it very simple as she said. So I think it's much easier so they can do their own thing. So these were some of the 
challenges that you had, but you made the decision that you wanted to make a change. What was the evaluation criteria or process you went through to switch to another solution? We had quite the lengthy checkbox there, I will tell you. Number one, as always, is the almighty cost. And then we were looking for something that was a multi-tenant, you know, meaning that we put in the rules and then have them go down, you know, and then let the other districts go in there and manage their own rules. But we have to, at our level, make sure that everybody is SIPA compliant and that those rules could never change. So that was huge there. We were looking at the ease of reporting. We were looking at the ease of filtering that, like Todd was saying, if we had groups, you know, to create the groups to be able to move students between the different groups, you know, to be filtered differently because we have like students that are the normal everyday, you know, where they get into Google Classroom and, and out to YouTube. But then we also have elevated students who are taking college classes who need a little bit more, you know, they need to get out to different sites that we would never normally let the other ones go. It was that type of ease that we were looking for. We needed something that was going to filter based off from different platforms, whether it was a Chromebook, a Windows device, a MacBook, an iPad. So, you know, we were looking at all of that and we really were trying to stay away from like JSON files because those were a little cumbersome. And then again, we were looking at classroom management software. Yeah, the criteria that she mentioned, it's like you guys checked off each one of those for us and the flexibility was, that was key too. I mean, again, she talked about all those different devices. That's not an easy process to find a solution that will work with every device. Apple can be a little bit trying, you know, when it comes to pushing out clients and agents to those. So yeah, the fact that your solution provides for all of those, that was huge. And obviously, as she mentioned, the cost. So did you both find it easy to agree on the criteria you were looking for? I mean, you both are a little bit on, you know, you're looking for the same end goal, but Todd, you're a little bit more technical and Jackie, you're a little bit more on the operational side. Like, did you find it was easy to agree on what you were looking for? Yeah, because we came in and said, this is what it is. Well, she, You're like, how, we're making the list. How, how that really works is Jackie told me what we had to have, and I just agreed with it. Well, I, come, I am very technical as well, you know, yeah. so I was the engineer, and I had put the other one in, the other filter in place, so I know the challenges that were there. But again, when we went through and we did the evaluation, we pulled in all of the local techs from all of the districts. So at that point, they sat in, and all the demos that we did, they went through and helped us evaluate this, so it wasn't just all on us. We wanted to make sure that they had a vested interest in this as well. That's awesome that you were able to get everyone feedback for something that's so big as transitioning and making that move. So it sounds like you were very much on the same page, but based on the criteria you were both looking at, what made you choose NetSweeper as your web filtering and safeguarding platform? I think that as we went through the demo, we found that it really did check off all the boxes. You know, the ease of use. I really like the ability that we could go in there and block a full category like YouTube, but then go in there and allow certain videos. You know, that really kind of topped it right there. And the fact that we were able to filter on all those different platforms, because like Todd said, that was a huge challenge right there. Yeah, I'm in agreement. That's basically, (laughs) yeah, that says it all. Like we mentioned, you guys were very much on the same page going through this process, which made it a bit easier on both of you. When you look back at your choice to make NetSweeper your new web filtering platform, were there key drivers on your decision? 
decision to go with NetSweeper over potential solutions? I think it was just all those checkboxes. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that, you know, we're still working towards is for the on-guard because one of my biggest criteria right then at that point was that we needed to filter off from keywords because when we were going through and we were doing the evaluation on these products, at that time, it seemed like we were just getting threats after threats after threats. You know, whether it was kids going in there and saying they're, they're going to gun down the school, it was just always something. And some of the, with our previous filter, you know, we were getting a lot of reports based off on keywords and the reports were going to the administration. And some of those reports too, they had a lot of false positives in there. So they had to weed through that. So it was at that point that this is what we're kind of working with through NetSweeper right now is trying to get that on guard in place so that we can get those keywords going. I mean, so far we haven't had the issues like we had last year when we were going through this, but I'm looking forward to having that feature in place. Hopefully it will be not so many false positives. We'll let you know when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, were there any key drivers on your decision to go with NetSweeper over potential solutions? Yeah, it's kind of funny because some of these questions caused me to repeat myself, but I can't express how happy we were with the ease of use and, and training other people has made this so much easier. The process just was very easy once I understood. Obviously, there took, you know, it takes some training from your people, but once you get the grasp of how it works, I felt it was very easy to share with other technicians and other districts. And the fact that we can log into one spot and see each district settings, knowing that, you know, they're having an issue here, I can go in, I can look and work with them on getting that fixed. I know your support's always there, but we like to be the first one, you know, if we can. Yeah. So that we understand, you know, what troubles they're having, but really it hasn't been much at all. Initially, we got some calls, but yeah, I have to say the ease of use and the setup, the demo, all of that was a big deciding factor. Yeah. So we've kind of gone through what you were initially looking for, your evaluation criteria and key drivers to make this decision. How did that translate into what you were looking for with NetSweeper features? What are some specific features you like from NetSweeper over previous solutions or other competitors you might have been looking at when you were looking to move? I believe that it, there's so much granularity there that we can get into. And again, just the ease of pulling up a report and getting what you need. And to make this transition so easy is that the engineer that we worked with, I mean, he was phenomenal and kind of helped us through every step of the way. So that definitely helped. But again, it's just those features. I don't know, Todd, what do you... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in agreement. When we rolled this out, you know, it was a different solution. So you guys approached the filtering a little bit different than our old solution did. Like overall, he would say, okay, if you don't want them to be able to see streaming media, just block the whole category and then create a list of exceptions. And so it took us a little bit to, you know, grasp that because it was different from before. But the fact that he showed us and, and we picked up on it, I think rather quickly and and uh, yeah. We could go in there and block these categories and open up the few things before we were opening up everything and then going in and blocking. So that was a whole different mindset. And I did, I will say, had a little bit of a heartache working around that when we first started. But, you know, it's definitely positive approach to take. Yeah. So I think like you're saying, it's you always have something that you were using and you kind of have to untrain and then retrain and, you know, move into a new mindset of how things work. So, you know, how do you feel NetSweeper dealt with your concerns of moving from the existing solution to the current one? I know you mentioned the support. Was that a big aspect of the, the concerns from moving? That was huge because when you're dealing with nine school districts and that many students and you're having issues, the fact that we could call support and have immediate assistance was big. That was huge. We have superintendents out there that get a little antsy at with this new stuff. So you know. <laughs> yeah, everybody was... gets to learn something new. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Right. 
right. It was nice to be able to call and Chris Bender was our uh, engineer. He would immediately help me find the issue and he'd say, okay, we'll get back to you with a fix. And it was sometimes hours. It was just quick. I mean, and, and they were sometimes rewriting the whole client in order to get it to do what we needed to do, which was to me, that's amazing that your support was outstanding during this process. And, and you know, we did have hiccups because, you know, I went home one night and I went to get on my Wi-Fi at home to work and it's like, all of a sudden it didn't work. And it's like, okay, why? It worked earlier today. And it was the client. <laughs> when I went back to the office and I told these guys, they told me, you know, I was delusioned, but <laughs> we started having the issues. But again, like they said, they rewrote the client and got us all on board. I will say that during the transition, what we did learn is that I would not do something like this maybe during the summer when you think that it's the best time to do it, when you don't have students there. But as we were trying to remove the client from the previous filter off from devices and then try to put this client on, if your students were at, weren't on the network or didn't have access to the network, then that wasn't getting taken care of. They, you know, they didn't make that communication. So, you know, I had one district that says, hey, I've got like 900 laptops out there. What do we do? And I was like, that was a challenge. We worked through it all. But, you know, I would look at timing, definitely. So would that be a recommendation you would make to someone yes. else <laughs> considering transitioning is really thinking about your timing? Yes. Plan ahead. Give yourself time to go through these little, and even if you had to overlap your filtering a little bit, just so that you have one in place. And then as you're switching over to the new one, you'll have more time to do some testing and make sure it works. So, you know, we've discussed it's a lengthy process. There's lots of decisions to make. Check boxes to check. Is it safe to say at this point now, NetSweeper has been able to meet the needs you were looking for? Yes. Yes. So far, again, we're just waiting for the on guard for the keywords. And then once we have that in place, then absolutely. You know, I think it's been a good transition. Awesome. Yeah. We're, uh, Anthony just emailed us today, by the way, Jackie. So I'm excited (laughs) to get this. (laughs) No, we're going to get that rolling here real quick. So that was some perfect timing. Yes, for this. Time and I'm thinking he was listening. He knew it was coming down the pipe. <laughs> As we talk about how timing is a very important part of transitioning, we need to keep it in mind. This was kind of great uh, little point on today of the timing aspect. So we just want to wrap things up. But overall, how has your experience with NetSweeper been so far? Or do you have any closing thoughts you would like to leave us with on your transition or transitioning in general when it comes to your experience with NetSweeper? I would say that so far things have gone real well. You know, I mean, you've definitely got to have put a lot of planning into it. And if you you go through your plan and through the flow of it all, I think you'll be okay. The support was awesome. And we haven't, I don't think we've really had to call that much after we got things rolling here. I don't know. Have you, Todd? <laughs> well, as with anything, there's always those little things that come up now and then. But again, they've answered all my questions in, in a timely fashion. I will let me make this plug because because your solution doesn't actually have a classroom monitoring system. Right. So that we went back to Anthony and said, hey, is there anything we can do about that? And and he actually worked out a deal with Land School Air. And that was huge because it gave us both pieces. The filtering piece was outstanding. And now we have Land School, which does allow us to compete with some of those other companies that were providing both solutions and, or I mean, it allows you to compete with them, not us. But, <laughs> but the solution, it was cost-effective. So he was able to bundle that all together, still come in under what the other districts were paying for their other solutions. And it's been a win-win for us as a as the RESD and our local districts. So. Yes. And I want to circle back around on that because that should have been said, you know, stated up further. But that was definitely a huge selling point right there. You know, the fact that they can go
go in there, the districts and eliminate the cost of all those other ones. And then we're bringing it in there. And the district, because we had districts that could afford to do that, pay like GoGuardian and securely. And then we had those that just, they didn't have the, the funds for it. So we were able to go in there and to provide that to all of our local districts. So that, like Todd said, that was a huge win. That's awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Todd and Jackie, for joining us today to talk about your experience transitioning from your previous web filter to NetSweeper Solution. It's been really a great conversation that we're going to be able to share with our audience. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Inside the Sweeps. If you want to hear more, check out our previous episodes on Spotify or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. Stay up to date on all news related to NetSweeper. Head over to our website, netsweeper.com, or give us a follow on any of our social platforms. You can find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Once again, thank you for listening. Until next time.